Hello, this is Cheesesteaks and Dragons. I'm Kevin. This is Noemi. And today we're going to talk about Paizocon. 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 So Paizo is a company that makes a product called uh, Pathfinder and also Starfinder. Uh, sort of a, uh, a branch off of uh, people used to write adventures for 3rd uh, edition D&D. And they've kind of brought, gone off in their own direction. And this is their weekend to announce all their big events, to celebrate things, interviews with de developers, all kinds of fun things. Mm -hmm. It was a, what, three to four day online convention that was broadcasted on Twitch. So they highlighted all the new Pathfinder releases, all the new Starfinder stuff. There was lots of virtual games, which you can sign up on Warhorn. If you're not familiar with Warhorn, it's just a site where people post RPG games and then mm -hmm. people sign up to play. Sure. Yeah, it was a really good time. I liked it. There was a Discord, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a Discord going, just around the clock, people talking about stuff, places you could talk directly to the developers. They had a Twitch stream going basically all day, every day. I think to play games, it was like $25 for the weekend, which there was is a, not bad. There was a little buy-in, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not bad. And then Friday night, we watched uh, The Mummy with some other Pathfinder, Starfinder players, and that was a lot of fun. It was on HBO... HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. and then we used the... What, it's like the... Uh, what do you call it? It used to be called a Netflix Party. party. Yeah. Now, that, now I think it's called Teleparty. Yeah, so that that was really cool just yeah. to see all... Everybody was nerding out and like all oh, the different yeah. things. It was, it was a good time. So I'm, I'm going to interview Kevin, or Kevin, who is our Pathfinder expert. <laughs> it's going to tell us about all the stuff that we learned about this weekend. Sure. Hit me. Okay. So Kevin. Yes. Let's see. So um, how did, what did you think about PaizoCon? I thought it was fun. I thought it was, it's an online thing, which I think it probably would have been more fun in person. I think a uh, uh, sort of. Groups like this are still working out a little bit how to make an online-only event fun. Mm -hmm. So in that specs, like, there was a lot of periods where there was, like, Twitch panels that I wasn't really excited by. Things like that. But I thought it was pretty good. I consider you a Paizo expert. Aww. So tell us about your experience with Paizo products. Uh, the products have been pretty good. Uh, I've been playing some... Uh, the, the sort of uh, Paizo uh, version of Adventure League, mm -hmm. they call it Pathfinder Society. And it's fun. All the, uh, all the things are very well written. It's pretty organized. It's all organized uh, online. And you have like a, a, a digital thing that sort of saves a record of everything you do. The books I've gotten have all been very well written with lots of cool art, uh, well written stories. Um, yeah, I've played some Pathfinder Society. We played for a bit at PAX Unplugged, and that was my first time experience with it. Uh, but Kevin also DMs for Pathfinder. You DMing for at least one Pathfinder campaign? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Tell with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. We started out with a sort of a, a beginner adventure, sort of. It's called a Fall of Plaguestone. Mm -hmm. We started out with this beginner adventure called Fall of Plaguestone. Which is pretty fun, I thought. Yeah, had a good time. There was a lot of sort of exploring around, uh, fighting strange monsters. And then we moved on to... Uh, then we moved on to another adventure that's called Agents of Edgewatch. Right, right. They don't go together quite seamlessly, but I feel like I've, I've maneuvering things a little bit and I'm catching guys up to mm -hmm. speed. And soon things are going to get very interesting there. No, yeah, well you have, I think there's like four or five players. Yes, I play, five players, yeah. I play a... a Sorceress, uh, Necromancer, and then in our other campaign, 
uh, we have a friend that DMs that one that I kind of started playing maybe six months ago that was already kind of established. And there I'm playing a bard who kind of dips into necromancy. And uh, that's that's been a lot of fun. It's been neat. It's been weird. That's taking some interesting turns, too. I'm playing a uh, druid, and I've always loved playing druids. Mm -hmm. I feel like they always have a lot of fun tools and things to play with. So what are some of the new releases that you're excited for? Whew. All right. Well, there's a bunch. And just go down the list. Uh, there's Secrets of Magic, which is coming up soon. That's a, going to be a big list of new spells, uh, discussions of how magic works in the in the world, uh, new new tools for like changing up the magic system a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, changing your your wizard into a more of an arcan arcanist or something. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things, everything to do with magic. Okay. There's the Guns and Gears book coming up, where it's all about technology or, or the sort of like renaissance kind of era technology there's there's you know basic uh guns pistols there's uh sort of machinery gadgets trinkets you can carry with you uh they talked about having siege engines like big cannons oh, nice there's a lot of different things going on there we haven't heard too many details yet but that book oh the fun thing is about those two books they're coming out with new classes oh right secrets of magic is coming out with a summoner and a magus class right, right. everybody was really excited about that they are uh we all are and Guns and Gears is coming up with an inventor class and a gunslinger class. Right, and the gunslinger is the one that's been a lot of controversy about it with certain players. It's been tricky because the there was a gunslinger for first edition. Right. And it was it, it was it was a mixed bag. Uh, the the biggest thing about that was it was a way that would only target uh, touch eight touch AC, mm -hmm. which normally is only used for spells. The long read. Basically, touch re AC is usually much easier to hit than regular AC. Okay. And so the guns would always hit. The guns had ways to do a lot of extra damage. They could be overpowered in certain circumstances. So they've tr they're working on ways to make that work better. Mm -hmm. uh, but we don't know how it's, how it's going to happen in second edition yet. Yep. Uh, there's also a Book of Dead coming out. Yeah, that's which, what I'm excited about. Yes. I can't wait for that. So it's all about sort of the country of Geb, which is run by a, a ghost or a lich or something. And it's all about different kinds of undead, even ways to play as an undead yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of new uh, other books coming out. A uh, book on the Mwangi Expanse. Yes, that's been... Uh, I remember the last time they promoted that, and that got everybody super excited. Yes. Oh, man. It's, it's, uh, the Mwangi Expanse is sort of their analog of African and Caribbean cultures. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really interesting. It's, it's really neat. The art looks amazing. Oh, yeah, they did a great job at the art. Uh, you can tell they're making a real effort to have uh, a more diverse view of the world mm -hmm. as, instead of just very white-focused, very European-centric. Right, medieval. Right. Uh, so we, we love that they're trying up that. I know that's going to... That's I'm excited about that because it's just hard to find any kind of role-playing games that have that folklore and that do it well. Yeah. I know there's going to be some new Ancestries, the Knoll, the mm. grip, Gripple? Gripply? Yeah, that's what I'm really Ripley. excited about. Frog yes, Boys. yes, I'm going to play that. Like a, <laughs> like a Puerto Rican cookie. Oh, they had something, and I forget the name, so I apologize. But it, you could play as like an abstract thing of energy oh, with like a ro yes. like a yep. like a wooden robot body. It was weird. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, they're getting the weird stuff. It should be fun. Yeah, but there are a mess of other adventure like adventures coming up. Mm -hmm. There's uh, like short ones. There's a haunted house adventure coming up. There's something called Night of the Great Death. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a 
a remake of an old adventure called Kingmaker that's on its way eventually. Right, they've been teasing that one for a while now. Yeah, it should be cool, but it's yeah, we'll we'll find out. It's it's taking forever. There's uh, a fighting tournament in a, a sort of an Asian inspired right. uh, setting. There is one coming up, which I'm really excited about, called Strength of Thousands. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. It takes place in the Mwangi Expanse. At this magic academy, which I cannot pronounce the name of, mm-hmm. Magambia or something. And it's like it's the biggest, most prestigious magic university in the world. And it looks amazing. It looks really fun. It's, it's like a very sort of Harry Potter-ish sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. you play as a, a student and eventually a teacher. Yeah, there, there's other ones coming up. There's uh, something called The Quest for the Frozen Flame, which is like uh, sort of like a far north fro- uh, frozen wilderness adventure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff on the There's bu- some stuff coming off of Starfinder, too, which I don't play. Right. I yeah. don't have that in front of me. Yeah, uh, that's okay. Yeah. No, no, they've announced a number of things. Unfortunately, I don't really play Starfinder. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been on my radar, and I'm going to try it soon. It's kind of hard to find a group to play Starfinder, uh, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people play Pathfinder to begin with, and Starfinder is just the smallest subset of, of players. Yeah, pa- Starfinder looks fun. It seems very... Um, sort of like gadget focus which it makes yeah. sense for a futuristic yeah, world yeah absolutely and it's the rules are a little bit more complicated than Pat, than pathfinder 2 because mm-hmm. you're in space it, they're in space but it's also partially based on the rules from pathfinder 1 oh, but okay. changed and there's a lot of things okay. but it looks fun i want to give it a shot sometime i have the beginner box yes someday someday i think i got you that beginner box uh, as a gift maybe maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe my mom i forget okay <laughs> all right that's uh, that's our, our uh, experience with PaizoCon 2021. We're looking forward for the next one. Maybe yeah. we'll go out uh, Ooh. And, and visit in actually, person. Actually go to something in person, play yeah. with people again in, in real space. Yeah, hopefully soon. As long well, as it's safe. So I can ask you a quick gotcha question. What? What would you like to see Paizo work on next? Oh, that's cool. You know, I don't know. I think... I, would ju- I want them to continue to just write really strong stories. Mm. You know, I find that the okay. stories are really well written. They, uh, how about like stuff for more advanced players? I know that's mm. always difficult to find. Like D and D doesn't do a great <laughs> job. Anything above like level oh 10, high level adventures, yeah, yes, it's always yes. hard to find. But I think they should continue to you know do more of this like cultural stuff that you just don't find. RPGs for I think oh, I agree. there's a yes. lot of people that are interested in that people want to see themselves represented in that and mm. I think they're doing it the way that it should be done in my opinion yes I would love to see more of that too I think that it feels like they're in a good direction with the the the, the adventure in uh, Mwangi Expanse mm-hmm. that looks like it might be a it feels like they're on the right path yeah uh yeah I'd love to see more of that uh oh as as a point reference uh the adventure Fist of the Ruby Phoenix is about to come out mm-hmm. It starts at level 10, so it's, it goes up to 20. Oh, nice. So okay. it is starts at high level and just gets higher. Nice. And it is in uh, sort of the the Pathfinder sort of analog of uh, the Far East. Okay. So uh, like Chinese, oh, Japanese cultures. Oh, I think they some of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, some of the Asian cultures. Well, I mean, you can play it as long as you're alive. Well. <laughs> we'll see. You can always roll up a new character. That's it's always true. fine. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Okay, for now, for my favorite part of the show, 
the cheesesteak review. I know we're mm -hmm. many months behind and we apologize for that. Some stuff came up. But on March 24th was National Cheesesteak Day. Oof. And I made sure we were not going to miss the holiest of holy events here in the Philadelphia region. High holy days. So uh, we got steaks from a local place in the South Jersey area. It's called Gatano's. They're mm. a franchise. It's like six or eight franchises in yeah, the area. Yeah, I think so. There's one in my, my town here in Maple Shade. So they have three dozen types of cheesesteaks. It is phenomenal mm. and completely overwhelming. <laughs> so we just kind of settled for our basic um, uh, steak with onions and whiz. And I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had better and I've had worse. I mean... I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's good for a franchise. It's good if, like, you want a cheesesteak and you don't want to, you know, think about too much. Sure. They they used to be very well-renowned for their cheesesteaks, but uh, I, other places may have taken that title. So. Maybe. I mean, they do other food, too, which I really like, but... Uh, that was our experience with Cheesesteak Day. Oh, and as a side note, mm -hmm. I wound up buying a print copy of a local artist here in Philadelphia of a cheesesteak. <laughs> I found it in South Philly at a boutique. I was kind of looking, and I saw this cheesesteak, and I was like, I need this print, which is now hanging in my dining room. So we're, we're slowly getting memorabilia. <laughs> it is gorgeous. Glamorous. <laughs> And then finally, um, just kind of wrap up what's making us happy. Uh, PaizoCon. Paizo it was Con, really definitely. fun. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was one of the best run online conventions. I think so, yeah. There's been a few go lately, and none of them has been really fun to watch. This is this has held my attention, at least for part well, of the weekend. I think they really thought about, you know, how to do this. Like, they had one last year, which yes. was short but sweet. Yes. But I think this time they really used technology a lot better. They had a lot of stuff to show. The yeah. Discord was hopping. There was so much going on. People were excited. Sure. So, yeah. There no, was it, Discord to check in on. There was videos around the clock. There yeah. was part, uh, different partner groups were also running events. Oh, yeah, right. Like the movie we watched. We yeah. also watched a, a, there was a uh, game played on Sunday morning we oh, watched. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The What, what were they called? No Direction. It was No, no. Uh, Find the Path. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of fun it's to a, see them play. It's a, it's a podcast, podcast I really like. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so that's it for us. Promise to record sooner, but thank you for listening. All right. Have a good day.